Hello and welcome to A Life's Journal podcast. You are listening to Monique Mesquita. Some of us decide to live abroad because of work. Perhaps a chance to get a promotion with a higher pay or combine it with the desire of an international experience to expand their future career chance. Others move because of love when a partner lives in a different country or move because of better economical situation in a neighbor country or political issues in its homeland. You name it. Each of us have our own reasons and one truth we share. We are always looking for something that we could not find where we were born and raised. With globalization and the easy access to information and accessibility to move abroad, this specific and let's call community is growing fast and is the one that I find myself at. Those who, for different reasons, don't feel like returning to their homeland because it simply doesn't feel home anymore. In the same context as most people feel what is home. And with that, we keep seeking our next country of destination. Whenever we travel to a different destination, we wonder if we can visualize ourselves leaving that place. And we keep passing our fingertip in the map to point what countries we are applying our resume to next. Some of us, through several comments I've heard already, believe that this place will be only found when they find a partner who will guide them through this decision. And I think they couldn't be further from the truth of that part. Because the answer is always within. So last weekend, I was talking with three people who are in this period uh, of finding their next destination, with the hope of that being the one they will settle after so long living abroad as well. And after I shared my story on finding what I now call my home, I heard from them that I inspired them to seek their home in a more mindful way and that the way I found mine gave them hope that then they can achieve that too. It's funny how we assume, uh, at least I do that a lot, we assume that because certain things seem to pertain only as ours or are so common in our day-to-day, we end up understanding that everyone else got their recipe for the solution too. So once I shared with another friend of mine about this topic from last weekend, he motivated me to create today's episode with the comment, Monique, look around, how many of your connections are in this hunt that you were at? Now, imagine those that not even know you. So not everyone is as clear in how to find home as you are thinking. And he's so right. Brazil, where I am from, is very proud of its national music industry. There are so many local music styles that go beyond the more popular samba that I'm sure you heard about before. And sometimes I agree, it does look like that every Brazilian knows how to dance and love their music. But that was never the truth for me and for a bunch of others too. (laughs) Uh, So since I was a kid, I was always more fond of international music. I used to sing loud, loud the American songs from the 60s as a child and later as a teenager, European heavy metal was my thing. And this kept evolving. Brazilian food is delicious, but I was, since early, very curious about international food. Nigella and Jamie Oliver's on Discovery Channel 
were my favorite shows when I was about 10 years old. And as well, all those documentaries about uh, different countries and cultures. At home, my stepfather, uh, he had this huge vintage luggage full of international coins from his international trips when he was younger. And he collected them. And sometimes I would sit in our courtyard with that luggage and I would be checking one by one as if organizing them and reading the country where they were from, or at least trying to, and asking about uh, about that country, how it looked like, how it felt like, and so on. And remember, back in the day, internet was just a baby with not as much information, as old as it make me sound. Um, so hearing that from him was my way to wonder, and it felt great. As I kept growing and understanding better my surroundings, I quickly learned that, yes, crime, violence, and injustice are found everywhere. But I wanted to believe that there were countries with less degree to that. Also, the high level of corruption, regardless of the parties you would be supportive to, was making me feel like it was almost pointless to have a democracy in the country. And some other cultural norms that just didn't fit to my expectations. So it was very obvious that eventually I would start to integrate some more, some more international environment and experiences. And later on, I started to seek to leave the country. At that moment, I didn't really know where I wanted to move to. I had a sort of a list in my head of regions I definitely did not want to go. A list of places that I would... Yeah, it would be nice to go, but the process would be way more expensive or much, much longer uh, given to the visa requirements. And I had a list of countries that were simply neutral because I had no idea of what to expect from them. But at least they were not in the list of countries that I didn't want to go. As the cat in Alice Wonderland says, if you don't know where you're going... Any roads take you there. And this, I believe, is how life ended up sending me to Budapest. And since then, I was very happy that I was not living in Brazil anymore. And I felt that somehow I was closer to home. But this was never Budapest. And I didn't really know where it was or where it would be. So I had some hints, but that was about it. Life followed its course, I was traveling more and more to different places, getting to know people from different origins all the time, and learning from their story, their culture, and what they were looking for. And from that, building my own view of the world, of what I liked more to hear, what I didn't like as much, and so on. And this is until today, and it's going to be forever. After all, all our connections, be it a one-minute talk or a story shared from a third part or even to a podcast like this one you are listening right now, if it sticks to you, it stays with you. And we are constantly having these experiences. So after all that and many years, my list of what I didn't want in my environment was already settled, um, but I was still adding a few points. But slowly and from time to time. However, differently now, the list of where I wanted to actually live and somehow settle 
and make it feel home was now starting to feel to fill in more quickly. So in between, I moved to Miami. Needless to say that this was completely the opposite of Budapest. And this came as a learning that none of these opposites were what I wanted. More importantly, I learned that things that I was basing myself to before as the weather conditions of the country or language were not as relevant to me. I realized then that what I was craving had more to do with my values and what I expected in the day-to-day living conditions and culture that I felt close to my ways of being. So I started to pay more attention to that and make connections to what I've experienced so far. And this is how Netherlands came up as a sort of final answer and became a destination to, to be reached more firmly. I've been in Netherlands for the first time just one year before I moved to Miami. And yes, I did do, uh, as I did to other few countries, I made that comment. Yes, I do see myself living here. Uh, and this was actually in the top three of the countries that I could myself moving eventually. But the more I learned about myself and the more I heard about the culture in Netherlands, the ways of living, economical and political basis, uh, and at work, my interactions with those who were based in, in the Netherlands, I think it's good to point that I've been always in contact with offices based here because of my international scope at work. Um, but it was becoming more and more clear that Netherlands was the country for me. But of course, it was, it all sounded just as expectations and it was in a huge part that only it, only expectation. But I had a solid base of observations and as well learnings from others. So this made me believe on these expectations. From the moment, from the moment that I moved back to Europe and this was back to Budapest, I put in my head that I would not stay longer than two or maximum three years there. That I would make my way to the Netherlands in the conditions that I wanted. And this was through a relocation from work. And eventually I did it. Once I arrived here, of course, I had that big expectations to be met. So I was constantly thinking, does it feel home? Do I like it here? Will this be my place? The first months of moving to a new country is always about adaptation and somehow surviving all the change. So I couldn't answer those questions yet. And I had no hurry to do that. After all, I had so many other priorities like surviving. Um, But as time was passing, I noticed that I was feeling often grateful to be where I was at without much fault at all despite all the stresses of uh, moving to a new country. I also noticed that things that before I would be complaining about, I wasn't anymore. And yeah, to complain is a human necessity. But even when I would do that, it wouldn't feel as frustrating or heavy as it used to feel before. I started to notice that instead of desiring to change things that I don't love here as much, I simply reached acceptance of them. And to be honest, there there aren't even many of things 
to mention. So it all enabled me to start building what I call home. Home is where we feel calm, accepted, part of it as a whole, without the need to change anything. And this is always within. The surroundings is just an enabler of it. So the answer to find your next destination is within. And you already have this answer. So if you think that you that you don't, what you are saying to yourself is that I need to learn more about myself in, in an organized matter. So my point is, or at least my the way that I that I did it, dig deep, list what you don't want and you don't like. In my case, just as some examples are lack of safety, long distances to travel, rude or closed-minded society, and so on. List as well what you don't like, eh, but you actually can accept and promise to yourself that you make sure that you do accept it. I know sometimes it can be hard, but find the compromising, where you can do this compromising. In my case, I used to complain about the very cold winter days in Budapest. And once I moved to Miami, I would complain about the extreme heat and humidity in July and August. So then I promised to myself that weather would not be a key reason of my liking or disliking of a region. The weather conditions was too out of my control. And there were things as my values, for example, that were way more important than the weather to me. And since then, I didn't... I did not complain anymore um, or did not focus uh, whenever picking a destination. Um, and yeah, I just feel that I don't get as frustrated with the weather anymore. But of course, this was me. Some people, for them, will be very important the weather conditions. So you need to find where you can compromise or not, where you want to accept or not. Then list what you expect, what, what is important to you, what have been important to you since the early days as a child or a teen, what are you looking to build in the next 10, 20 years, if you have at least an idea of that, what type of life in a general way you see yourself living. And then you'll notice that your list of regions starts to really, really narrow down. And travel more if you haven't been doing so. Connect with well-traveled people, people who lived in different countries for a while. While people's views are based on their own experience and how they live their life, you will also be able to separate what is their biased opinion and what actually resonates to you. Now, I think it's very important to mention, be focused to reach that destination and nothing else. Because when we are close to reach our goal, life will throw at you opportunities that will challenge the actual wanting that you have. In my case, my work was actually, this, the work that I have, was based in Paris. So most people actually got surprised that I chose to live in the countryside of Netherlands instead of uh, happily moving to Paris. But Paris wasn't my call. 
wasn't what I was looking for. Of course, I did think for a second if I wouldn't regret going to Paris instead. But deep on me, my instincts or gut feelings, you name it, were really loud and I could not not hear it. And I'm actually very happy that I chose to listen to myself only because in this calmness that I feel today in regards to where I live, this lack of desire to wonder what is next in terms of moving abroad is something that it's unfamiliar to me for as many years as I'm alive, basically. And I think that this is how I know that I'm where I am meant to be. So I can't know that, but I feel that if I had moved to Paris, at this point today, I would be searching for the next move. So I think what I'm trying to say is be flexible to your ways of reaching your destination but be strict to where your destination is when your instincts, instincts become loud. Um, yeah, I really hope that my point of view and experience be of help on your journey if you find yourself in this period right now. And remember, it's not about the place entirely. It's about you and it's about the decision that you need to make. Share with me where have you been, where felt home to you, and how did you find it? Actually, what feels home to you? I'm curious. Thank you for being here, and stay around for the next episode of A Life's Journal podcast.